Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. And today we'll be reviewing Sapphire Flames, the fourth book in Alona Andrews' Hidden Legacy series, but the first book in Catalina's POV. Before we dive in, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, and please rate and review us. We really appreciate it. Justin and I love getting feedback from you, so follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, and join our closed Facebook group, The Swoon Zone. If you're looking for some extras, join our Patreon for access to awesome swag, free books, a look behind the scenes of our episodes, and exclusive content, including monthly videos featuring Q&As, and some fun games. All right, special shout out to our patrons, you guys, you know, we love you. and We appreciate you so much. Yay. Okay, so before we dive into this book, we've both been waiting anxiously for. Yes, this book is gives me life. I know, I know so much to say, but um, anything going on with you? Um, yeah, actually, this is such a weird thing. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. it kind of ties into Sapphire Flames. Or not. Yeah, it, like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm stretching. But it kind of ties in. So my younger sister, Aubrey, she is obsessed with singing. Like, I think it's Billie Eilish, honestly. It's such like a weird, like, voice that she Mm -hmm. does whenever she sings. And I'm not going to attempt it because I'm going to sound so stupid. (laughs) Oh, please. But no, I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) That would be so awesome. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so Aubrey does this weird singing voice. And I'm just like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Like, every time I'm around her, she's singing. And so I I was like, you sound like that girl who calls cows from Sweden. And she was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, have you never seen that video? And she's like, no. So I showed it to her. So I have a question. Have you seen the video? I think a long time ago. Is it old? I don't know. But it circulated on Facebook. I'm going to show Juliet off okay. off uh off it sounds mic. so familiar I'm, i swear I'm, I'm gonna show it to her off mic so that she can listen to it and then i'm gonna talk about it okay <laughs> okay so okay. now i've showed her the video <laughs> that it's called Kalning, and it's a it's a swedish it's like yeah. an ancient herding call or whatever yeah. i've actually seen another video where she calls a wild swan to her as well it's very cool okay <laughs> and like at first it's like funny but then it's like oh my god this sounds really beautiful it's really beautiful it and the cows beautiful. are running, running toward to her. her okay that I'm is obsessed insane with it and i, I i'm <laughs> Connecting this loosely with Catalina just because of oh, her type of powers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Ooh, this is like I know Catalina doesn't really. I mean, she does sing. Yeah, she sings yeah. Bad, Bad Black Sheep. I die yeah. every single time. But um, <laughs> no, so I just showed that to Aubrey. But I just was like, that is so freaking cool. And <laughs> but and so I what was once an insult. I was like, no. What was I, all, I guess what was cool. all Aubrey's response? Aubrey was like. She first of all, at first she laughed. I think everyone has like the same reaction to watching this video because it's just like this girl. It's not yodeling, but you yeah, know what I'm saying it's, it's calling out, and your voice is echoing and everything. And at first it's like, oh my god, what is she doing? But then it's like, ooh, it's pretty. It and is. so Aubrey was just like sitting quietly until the <laughs> video finished, and she was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so but and she still sings like her billy eilish voice so i guess yeah, yeah I was my daughter like, loves billy eilish it's so funny because noelle has um okay so you know how they all have their little like jokes in yeah teen years or whatever yeah, absolutely 
So hers, basically, she's known for how badly she sings. So like at her friends' gatherings and parties and stuff, oh God, she will like... me a video before. Yes. She will like put her hand to her ears like she's holding her um, headphones, her yeah. earbuds in and like sing really badly. And people just like ask her like, Noelle, please sing because it's so bad. <laughs> So this was so I funny. I love how confident she is. Oh, she is. She's just like, absolutely. Like she does videos and sends them to like group Snapchats, all that shit. But what was so funny is this year, because they're seniors, they allowed the seniors to do a themed pick for their ID. They could like bring props. What? Yes. They never did that whenever no. I was there. I know. This is the first I'm year. I'm so it's mad. A, it's the same we high school Justin graduated. We never had this much fucking fun. <laughs> they're I'm having, offended. I know. They're doing a lot of things this year. So, so, so what, what is she doing? <laughs> so she brought these giant headphones like these we're wearing no. for podcasds. And she did like her singing voice with her hand up in the air like, you, know, you know. I need Ariana proof. Or I something. need fucking evidence. It's okay? the cutest thing in the freaking world. Oh, I'm so I'll take a picture. I'll give it to you. You can I put never I never thought I'd want to go back to high school, but I'd definitely go back just to do a themed uh, photo ID. <laughs> they all had hilarious ones. Oh, and you know, you know, Kevin, my husband does that yeah. theme one every year. Oh my God. You did you, you know what he was this year? No, what? He was Wolverine. And when I tell you, he looks like Wolverine. He oh, also did he had have his like sideburns. No, he wore an hair? entire, he wore a full mask as Wolverine. What? And he had the, um, the uh he looked like comic book wolverine really? you know what i mean comic book wolverine has like this yellow mask yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and then you know comic nerd and he had um the uh whatever they're called those what do you call those claw thingies his, his yeah, titanium his, his, claws his, yeah he has actual ones i mean they are deadly i was like kevin you cannot bring those to school no. those are like weapons he brought them no and guess what he stuck on the end of one what an apple because <laughs> he's a teacher <laughs> So he has this. I can't believe so that's his, uh, ID pick. Wow, I'm yeah. so jealous about that. Yeah. Wow, we can't top that. Okay, this Nerds episode's unite. over. Okay, <laughs> no, let's get into it, guys. All right, let's go for it. <laughs> All right, Sapphire Flames is a slow burn urban fantasy romance that continues the Hidden Legacy series, but with a new main couple. Catalina has been passed the baton, and as the new head of house, Baylor, she has to make the hard decisions, like taking on a case that might get them all killed. House Andrews. <laughs> the incredibly talented author duo has expanded on the complex and fascinating world of Houston's magical elite with a fresh new perspective of Nevada's younger sister and the suave Italian heartthrob who might just be Catalina's match. Yes. So I love this book. I was yes. so freaking excited to get it. Okay. But I have to say just in general, I really, really, really love their writing style together. I do too. I want to know their process, how they work together, but I, would, I really love it. I would love to know how they, they I write. I also enjoy their blog that they do. It's yeah, really, it's really cool. Their little blog post the other day, uh, <clears throat> they had posted, Alona had posted that they were in, I forgot, they were, they were somewhere out in public doing mm-hmm. some mundane thing. Right. And they were chatting about a plot line. They were like, yeah, well, how could, how could we kill him? And yeah, we can hang from like a power line or something. Do something like crazy <laughs> in public. And so the person like behind the desk was like looking at him like, oh my God. What are they <laughs> doing? Crazy. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that's the Andrews. <laughs> yes, they're just plotting uh, oh horrible ways that people can die. But I just thought it was super funny. But yeah. I really, really, really enjoy all of their storytelling. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I was most looking forward to in the Hidden Legacy series whenever they announced that they were going to continue with it, because there were some loose threads at the end of the third book, right. um, which, guys, if you haven't read the first three yeah. books, there will be spoilers for definitely those three, maybe like in the non-spoiler. But I'm going to tell you that those first three books, it's 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 one of my favorite paranormal series oh, ever. Absolutely, so mm-hmm. good. But I wasn't sure. I was like, ooh, like a lot of times I can accurately predict, like, ooh, I think they're going to go this way. Yeah. But I feel like with um, Alona Andrews, I don't know, and no, I'm just along neither. for the ride. Yes, and I it's really wonderful. love it about them because yes. even at the end of this book, and we'll discuss it more in the spoiler section. I'm still like wringing my hands because I'm trying to figure things yes. out, and I'm just there's like, still some how? big, 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 big mysteries. You yes. and I were talking about yes. all our, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're gonna get into a lot of detail with that, but. Um, one of their series that they did complete the Kate Daniels and we had done one book in that series on the podcast, but they recently ended it. And it is the 10th book is the single best conclusion you to a long running series I've ever read in my life. I know. And I've like, not I've finished never it. felt so satisfied as I've oh my felt goodness. at the ending of that. And they talked about how hard it was ending mm-hmm. the series not because it's like hard to say goodbye to the characters but like how do you wrap up right 10 books worth right. of drama in a satisfactory way mm-hmm. so i'm just it's like very i difficult. hope the series goes on for very long mm-hmm. i hope that a lot more characters if they follow the pattern of like three books per people and mm-hmm. then you switch pov i'm I'm definitely up for more. Oh yeah, we've others getting. Justin have already been books. I'm just discussing. Like, We're like, this, this, come this. on. <laughs> so basically, we just want everything. We want we, we all the siblings to legacy. get trilogies. Yeah, and the cousins. We want everything. Everybody. So, yep. Yep. And also, don't uh, forget that Diamond Fire is a novella oh, yes. to Sapphire Flames that she wrote. Yes, um, it hap- it's the events I that it- happen in between. Um, this book, Sapphire Flames, and then the last book, the Wild Fire. Mm-hmm. Right. Blah, Wildfire. Wildfire. <laughs> and we actually get a character that is very critical in this book. They're introduced Absolutely. in, in Runa. Mm-hmm. And yep, Runa is introduced in Diamond Fire. So it's really fun. It's really cool. And you should definitely go read that one before you read this one because it kind of, it just enriches the story if it you've does. already read that yeah, one. And it's a novella. And it's so in it's a Catalina's point of view too. Mm-hmm. And, but it happened a couple years ago. Yeah. So it's just fun. I'm excited about it. Okay. Yep. Juliet's going to tell us a little bit about the characters before we move on to the spoiler section. Okay. Catalina, our heroine, has an extremely rare ability. They call her a siren because she can beguile anyone into loving her so much that they will spill all of their secrets. She has to constantly keep her powers in check. If not, those that Catalina beguiles will become so obsessed with her that they would kill her in their mission to possess her. The only man who has shrugged off her abilities with any ease just so happens to be the one of the most eligible bachelors in the world. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a cool power. So let's talk about (laughs) Alessandro for a moment. Most eligible bachelor. He may seem like a rich playboy if you look up his Instagram, but the reality is something that Catalina must come to grips with. When Alessandro becomes embroiled in her murder investigation, Catalina has to discover his connection while trying to resist his charm. Oh, 
yeah. Try, try, try. There's so much more to these characters, and we really can't say anything more unless we spoil it for yes. you. So, so if you don't we'll want to be, be spoiled, <laughs> stop here. Go grab it and read it. Yes. Okay, guys, we're going to enter the spoiler section. All right, Jessen, showdown. I'm showdown time. ready with my scene. Let me hear it. Okay, so I feel like, and I might say this a lot, we repeat the <laughs> same phrase over and we over again. We have like a disclaimer we, we should just say before yeah. every showdown. <laughs> so I feel like I picked one of the quieter moments, and I feel like this is like okay, mine's not quiet. shit Jessen says. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's, I, I like one of the quieter moments. Yes. I say it often. So I really like the first dinner scene that Alessandro's invited mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Because I think I'm so obsessed with the whole family dynamic yeah. of the Baylors. Yes. I was, obs- we talked about this whenever I uh, first gave uh, Juliet the mm-hmm. Hidden Legacy series. And I was just like, aren't these side characters so amazing? And so I really, really enjoyed this. And this is so funny because Alessandro is an assassin. Well, <laughs> He's not. He says he's not, but he is a trained killer. He's definitely killer. a killer. He's, he's a trained <laughs> yes. killer. And whenever he's invited to dinner, he dresses up like, and he shaves, and all of a sudden he looks like his Instagram Alessandro. Yes. And he's so suave, and he even ups his Italian accent, too, because Catalina's like, he barely has an Italian accent, yeah. but he walks through, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, my English no good. Oh, you know? like that? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like she's trying His to, swagger he's trying to is like turned up to the family. 10. Yeah. And so Grandma Frida, I freaking love her. She I did love this for to Nevada and yeah, Rogan. And she's Rogan. taken pictures of Alessandro like on the slide <laughs> because she thinks he's hot. And yeah. <laughs> I'm cracking up at this. They all sit down. Vern and Leon do not like Alessandro. Oh, no. Not and at all. Not, they don't like him. And they're sitting down and Alessandro's going on and on about how delicious the meal is and, oh, it's the best thing ever. And Runa jumps in and uh, says, yeah, that's Catalina cooked it because I think he thought that the mom, Penelope, did. He did. He was, like, in shock. Yeah. And, like, he was like, what? You can cook cook and you're a badass? (laughs) And um, so he playfully but I think seriously says, marry me. Yes. And Byrne says, Leon, kill him. (laughs) Like, even if she says yes, she'll thank us later. And so this whole family dynamic is really funny, but someone who's not technically a part of the family, but is in within the Baylor family confines. So um, Cornelius and Matilda, his daughter, come into the second book in the Hidden Legacy Mm -hmm. series, and I fucking love them. They're like animal mages. Yes, And Matilda is like wise beyond her years. We first Mm -hmm. met her whenever she was like three or four now she's about i don't know seven yeah and so she's studying catalina and alessandra really hard and she's like looking and she goes y'all would make extremely beautiful babies <laughs> like so <laughs> fucking serious it's so cute and alessandra's like enamored with her yeah <laughs> and it's just i just fucking love the scene yeah it's just like such a family and i mean from what i suspect i don't exactly know Alessandro's family dynamic. We do get at least a hint that he's connected to a sister by the end of the novel. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure about his family, family dynamic. So I don't know if this is something new for him. Yeah. But I just want everyone to experience the Baylor environment because I love it. So yeah, that's my showdown well, scene. And I think I, I that's an awesome showdown scene. I really love it. I think you and I both love this series so much because we are so family centric, mm-hmm. you and I, and this whole 
everything they do is everything for family yes. and for friends that they yes. consider, you know, family. family. Right. So it's definitely. Awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What is okay, your showdown? So, mine's a sexy showdown. Of scene, course it is. So. I think I know what it is. Is it the big scene? Yes. You want to yeah. just say it for me? No. no. <laughs> so mine is when they're at that, um, gala thing mm-hmm. and it's like opera slash yeah gala. yeah so they go outside they're near the bathroom or wherever they're at you know kind of scoping things out by themselves and they're having this antagonistic conversation back and forth she just and she enough. breaks yeah. down mm-hmm. and is just like and spills all of her feelings how she's always cared about him she's always been attracted to him how she's always been afraid that you know she would beguile him and trick him and whatever with her powers you know unwillingly or whatever basically she just pours everything her heart out to him she does his response is he kisses the fuck out of her yeah (laughs) and pulls her into the next room alessandro's a man of action yes (laughs) my kind of man (laughs) so yeah i'm all about alessandro so he pushes her of course into a dark room and they're like going at it you know a little more than kissing and um and she sees heavy petting heavy petting oh so beautiful and then she sees her magic her you know we talked about that like she sees her own magic as in feathers like Mm -hmm. unfurl and stuff wings that she yes she keeps close into her but whenever she uses her magic she unfurls them and so she can kind of see it i always thought it's like this like yeah i always see it as like this almost like supernatural flight like yeah, feathers they're made, made of, of light. light. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that's sorry, also that's a what I picture. <laughs> so, well, go figure. We're also talking about our like imaginations and what we I picture know. them to look like. But yeah, <laughs> we won't go there anyway. So anyway, um, and she backs off quickly and immediately is regretting it because she feels like she's tricking him with her magic yeah. into falling like anything, in love with her. Anything that he's feeling right now yeah, is it's, it true it's, because it's, she's it like, has to be false. she's not aware when she let go, when she, when she lost right. control. When she really is into someone, mm-hmm. she can't, she feels like she can't control it. Now, Alessandro is one she's into more than mm-hmm. anybody. Yeah. And, and he's like, your magic doesn't work on me. I'm already obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. And of course she doesn't hear him, but the readers do. It's like, yeah. Oh my God, that was all real. I think that that's was one of my real. favorite things about Alessandro is I think that a lot of things that he says that Catalina takes in jest mm-hmm. is very serious. Yes. I think oh, that he 100% absolute. means a lot of the Absolutely. things that he says. I think almost everything. <laughs> but I also think it's not that Catalina is taking, trying to brush it off. I think, that she wants to brush it off because she doesn't know what to do if right, it's true. Right. She doesn't know what to do with those feelings. She's <laughs> afraid. Know? She's very afraid. I have so many feelings about this book. So it's time. I'm so excited. It's Let's time. get into, into this the baby. breakdown. Let's get into it. All right. So we open, which I find interesting, we open uh similarly oh as God. the first book. So can I talk a little bit about this? Yeah. Okay, so originally, whenever they were still writing Sapphire Flames, uh-huh. they had scrapped the first chapter, mm-hmm. and they decided to give it um, to their Facebook group, um, and they did it in a blog post and said, hey, here's the chapter chapter one of sapphire flames we're no longer using it so right. this is just a little extra for y'all yeah I remember so we read this. it okay. and it was actually this scene but a little bit different and everybody was like we love it we love it so they decided to bring it back and incorporate it to their new because they right and their new plot line their plot line changed line. yeah that's how they roll their plot lines change they always always are tweaking things i it's love not that. working they scrap it and they start over but anyway this, this was this is 
a random boy that she mm-hmm. was woken up in the middle of the night to go get. And now it turned into Runa's, Runa's brother. brother. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, that was yes. just a little sidebar. And I'm just excited that they love to share that kind of yeah, stuff Yeah, it's us. so cool. They're I like so, their process. They're so cool. I do too. I know. They're masters. Okay. Continue. So <laughs> we begin with Augustine. He comes to Catalina and help in the middle of the night seeking help. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just love it because we see Nevada and Augustine in the beginning mm-hmm. of their story. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, and of course, he like pulls one over on the guards to <laughs> yes. enter in because yes, the guards are and incompetent. Stuff. Oh my God, y'all, the guards. They're so, so bad. stupid. They're oh. awful. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so Catalina says, fine. You know, she quickly gets dressed and they rush out to this um, building um, where this boy is standing at the top of the building. His mother and sister, his mother is dead. His sister is presumably dead we think they're both yeah, dead it's and, presumed they're both right dead right um, now. and he's threatening to jump off the building since he's a prime vininata is how you pronounce it i think a mage um which means he makes everyone who gets close to him sick he can make them like it's poison like, so yeah. like he's not trying to like kill poison anybody who's coming near right. him but he is making them sick to the point that like they nauseous can't you can't even from right, the ledge right just think of the absolute worst 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 <laughs> stomach virus or something yeah, that you can't control no. <laughs> so Kylina also sees runa that's the boy's sister and who we met in diamond fire and realizes her brother and that she lost her family and um she, i think that this is important too because this is whenever it, it's like she was here to help a person but now right. it's almost personal because she's like oh wait i know you we work right. together yeah at first it was just like, like a random kid and then it's like oh my gosh that's my friend yeah you know who mm-hmm. helped me out you yeah, know exactly so she uses her siren powers um this is the first time we get that whole feathers unfurling and wraps yes, around and- Ragnar talked about this because Mm -hmm. we were like, is this actual physical physical feathers that that we can everybody can see or what? And so in my opinion, and we talked about it, Mm -hmm. we've seen Catalina in action in um, whenever we're in Nevada's point of view. Yes. And she uses her powers, but we never see anything. Right. We don't see any change physically. Personally, and I could be completely and totally wrong. <laughs> but I'm pretty much in agreement, so um, we're both I wrong. I think that she can see her powers, and I think that to her that they manifest as wings that they or or we could in ne- in the next books we could mm-hmm. see that maybe they will become actually physically visible. Maybe she gets more that powerful. That would be awesome. I don't know. That would be but so cool. To me, I think that she can. She's the only one who could see them right now. Yeah, I think so too. Because the only time she talks about you know, we get that physical, I mean, it is in her point of view. So I guess it's, you know, it's always going to be from her point of view, but yeah. um, it just seems like no one else is really seeing it. But no, her. and I kind of consider it in the category of like a shield, how they like yeah. can mentally shield themselves, but nobody's actually seeing yeah. a it's physical an invisible shield. It's shield. invisible. Right. She has invisible wings, y'all. Yeah, okay. they're really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. So she um, uses her siren powers to enthrall Ragnar. That's the boy who's about to fall over off the roof and Augustine turns invisible and quickly, you know, sneaks up, catches him before he loses his balance Which, and they save him. This is a new power. We didn't yes, know Augustine, we didn't know Augustine could, could turn invisible. It does take him a lot of effort because he has a it lot does. of sweat on his brow. But yes. I love how Catalina is like, Nevada's going to shit a brick. I know. Like, <laughs> Nevada's not here. Nevada yes. and Rogan are they're on a, a abroad. trip yeah. to Spain for a mm-hmm. funeral. Yeah. And so they're not going to be present in this whole book. Right. Augustine says he referred Runa to them, but he's like, he re- told them they shouldn't take the case. Yeah, because, I mean, 
It's obvious that he these... quoted them twenty million dollars to take their case. It's astronomical. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah. he's like, I'm not getting involved. Like, right. there's there's things that you don't know, and you really shouldn't get involved. But I feel like he all. I mean, he did this to Nevada too, like multiple I know. times. And he knows that they're going to get him. He wants to help them, but he's not willing to help them. Right. And so he's like, Oh, the Bailers will help you. Yeah, the Bailers will do help it. you. So yeah. <laughs> they'll risk their lives they for you. Really will. <laughs> They're but, like and, the but, bleeding hearts of the investigation exactly. world. Exactly, they will sacrifice themselves. <laughs> yes, but um, Augustine is basically saying this is this is deadly dangerous, like literally deadly dangerous mm-hmm. for anybody who helps them. You yeah. know, because he's obviously got some insider information that we don't have, right? Yes. So Catalina and the entire Baylor family as a whole are very empathetic, and they decide to take on the big cases and with lots of danger, like mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. So they do, especially with the connection to Runa, that like ups the ante for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now Augustine does make an offer to join with House Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Catalina refuses because they, she says, we really have to stand on our own. House Baylor has to stand on its own or it will be considered weak as if yeah. it's attached to we anyone else. We don't want to become a vassal house. We want to right. become strong on right. our own. And they've also tried. The reason why their guards are so shitty <laughs> is because they're trying to distance themselves from, from House Rogan. House Rogan. And exactly. House Rogan provided exactly. security whenever Nevada was head of the whole house because, right. you know, Rogan and Nevada are together. Right. And they were like, if we want to be seen as a house to not fuck with, like, we have to stand by ourselves. Right. And so, no, we're not going to become, yeah. you know, part of your house. We have to. We have to do it on our own. We have to work hard. And then we learned that basically they're grace period as a new house mm-hmm. is over yeah, and you get so like a couple years where nobody can attack nobody you. really messes with you but now it's kind of like you know open season on the baylor family and if they're not careful they might not survive the year and now they're taking on this major major deadly case yes you know which is <laughs> obviously you know may or may not be a smart idea but they're going for it mm-hmm. so their first case as a house is not headed by nevada who is now with house rogan We'll make a statement, and Catalina likes the fact that taking on Runa, something Augustine won't touch <laughs> for whatever reason, sends a message that House Baylor doesn't abandon friends and families. And it almost, to me, is like, we're badass, and we can do we can do well, it. Well, this is the know? thing about houses. It's like, if your allies, your allies. But right. if something big comes, and we see that with Runa, because she talks about how whenever after her mother died, she called her friends, because mm-hmm. she was away in, like, California to study. Yeah. And, like, they were hanging up on her like they don't want to do any nothing to do with her yeah and Catalina's like okay so there's definitely something going on Mm -hmm. and something big is like scaring everybody else but we're gonna make a statement that we don't care how big it is if you're our friend we won't back down right which is a nice statement to make I have to say especially if they you know solve the case well it means yeah once you're allies with them it's you know it's for life they're yes. not gonna abandon they're not you just like friends for a contract during the good times or, right yeah the good time friends yes or you know just bail on you know if it's just for money or whatever yeah you know yep they won't rat you out for money so runa hires house baylor's investigative firm and so it's official and catalina okay so then we see the first thing they do is catalina and runa end up going to the morgue they're going where the bodies of the burnt bodies of her sister and mother were taken, um, allegedly to be, you know, examined for dental records. Yeah, they dental, they matched the dental records and confirmed that this was her mother right. and her sister. But Catalina found this to be very suspicious yes. because during, if, if you're involved with houses. Yeah, if you're magic. Your DNA is registered with this thing called the squirrel. Right. And that's how you 
match your right. DNA. It's much more and powerful. And it's much more and, accurate. Mm-hmm, accurate. Exactly. And it's like, why would you use dental records? And so I she's know. like, fishy, let's get the scroll agent to come out. And, and examine, examine the mm-hmm. bodies and confirm that these are really because like yes. that sounds and I fishy. love the scroll agent. Yeah, he's so cool. He is cool. <laughs> he, he can become a major character as well. <laughs> yes. Okay. So while they're at the morgue, the guard um, over the bodies is just like basically throwing up a lot of like you don't need to see see the bodies. You know, it's only going to hurt you. Blah 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 blah. And basically, will not let them pass. And so while Kate, Catalina is sort of arguing with them. The guy from the scrolls comes and he's like, what's he doing here? He's like, well, he's from scrolls to, you know, investigate the bodies. bodies. Well, the guy freaks out and reanimates the corpses that jump up and attack them. So we had this like weird, like zombie moment. Yeah. And and like um, Runa has to like fight off her own mother and sister. Like it's insane. It's it's really, it's it's really insane. And as he's running out, Runa casts some of her uh, magic um, on him. She can poison people. Right. She's, she's just like her brother. She can poison people. And so he's like running away sick nauseous and Catalina runs after him and while she's running they're like on this little chase down the hallway alessandro zips out and stabs him in the heart and kills him out of fucking nowhere <laughs> like just weren't like, you supposed to be in italy i know Why are you here right. killing the person I'm yes because she follows his him? she follows his instagram and she sees him like all over instagram like he's you yes, know playboying like, around the all world, over like the yachting here cars. yeah mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff yeah no he's so it like, doesn't compute this this man who's supposed yeah. to be this playboy rich you know yeah. doesn't have a care in a it world she kind of freaks out when she first sees him yeah exactly yeah. she's like <laughs> what is he saying here what's going she's on she's like hi like that's not how you <laughs> greet the person who just killed your lead <laughs> yeah yeah and we haven't talked much about their past and how they first met but we'll get no, into that later but no, just, we can talk about okay, it so, right now okay so in hidden, i'm excited i'm like smiling ear to right. ear oh god i love alessandro so um in hidden legacy when they're um, basically doing the challenges, whether or not their magic is strong enough to be a house, her challenge is Alessandro. He is the one who's supposed to basically see if he can resist her magic. Because he can nullify mental magic. Right. That's what his powers right. are. And so her magic is mental. It, right. And so you have to have an opposing or matching, I guess, mage. Yeah. So, and mm-hmm. so she has to try to convince him to come toward her with her siren magic to mm-hmm. cross the line. Yes. And he does like quickly to the, get he her. He resists for a lot longer than she does. Thought. He? Yeah. I feel, I felt and like he stumbles toward the line where she thought he would just waltz over. Yeah. So, but she, I think she's always, well, we see later that he she shrugs says, it off really fast. He too. does. No, I do remember that. He sh- definitely shrugs it off fast and he's able to like, you know, let it all go or whatever. But what's funny is that he tries to talk to her afterwards. He like he goes to her house and wants her he to go for a ride. He follows her back on Instagram. He follows her Instagram. Her she deletes Instagram. her Instagram account. <laughs> she feels like I think she thinks her siren magic is working on him, but mm-hmm. he's just like. That's exactly what Y'all, happened. This he is, is pursuing her as a guy. <laughs> about Catalina, and we'll talk about it some more later, but she has had, like, whenever she was a kid, a nurse tried to kidnap her from the hospital because, you know, it's her magic. Yes. It's, she can't control it as a mm-hmm. child, and, like, someone tried to kidnap her from, you know, daycare, and, you know, yeah. they, they'll, like, try to like take pieces of her because yes. they oh want my gosh. to possess it's so, her. It's so, so it's creepy. something Catalina doesn't make 
um, a lot of friends or form a lot of relationships with right. people because she's scared that her magic is going to influence like the validity of their of the feelings. relationship. Yeah, and so after the whole trial and Alessandro's under her window trying to get her to come take a drive, <laughs> take a drive. she calls the cops because she's convinced that he's actually there because it's, it's her, her siren magic. magic. Yes. And she's yes. trying to save him from yes. her. But secretly she's obviously had a crush on him. Oh my God. Since. They talk about it, you know? about how like he's been engaged three times and she cried all three Every times. Time. <laughs> oh yeah. It was so In the stupid. picture frame, the picture frame Nevada made. Yes. So she, it was kind of payback because in Nevada they definitely made um, some bride to be stuff, bridal, for Nevada. bridal magazine yeah, for Mad stuff. Rogan yes. Whenever they were not quite, you know, together. So they together. make a frame of him with smoochy poo on it, mm-hmm. hearts, pink hearts yeah. all over it, and, and Runa's stuff. like, "You're involved with Alessandro." He's like, and no. She's like, "No, <laughs> this is a bad joke by my sister." <laughs> it's great though. Yes. I love that running joke. I love how it was oh, like, I all do back. too. It was, and and it I love really how good. Grandma Frida's in on like everything. Everyone. She's the best. She is so, awesome. Yeah. So when he all of a sudden pops up, it's there's history here. You know, there's mm-hmm. history here. If you've and read so the of first three it books, shocks her, right? She's just like, oh my god, he's here. And what is he doing? What? Why is he killing my lead? Who yeah. I needed to talk to? Since when can you handle a knife, buddy? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be sunbathing somewhere? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, we need to get out of here. Right. There's he's immediately police like, are going to come, yes. and he like she's resisting because she's like, no, you just killed my lead. Um, <laughs> we have the, all this shit's going on so he like jumps out of a window and he's like Catalina (laughs) drop it you know what I'm saying like drop drop this investigation and And of course she's not no of course she's not gonna now (laughs) it's just like oh no so after they finish with like the police and they get like the scroll um to identify the bodies and they go back to you know house Baylor they have a warehouse it's their like home base it's their home plus their office yeah and they get confirmation the next day that the woman is definitely Runa's mother. Yeah. But the other body is not a match. Right. For, for the, the sister, sister. For right. Haley or Hallie. Right. Yeah, Hallie. Um, mm-hmm. So that's not a match. And so it's like, okay, something's definitely right. going so her on. Why would they murdered. try to cover up, yeah. you know, the fact that the daughter did not die in the fire right. as well? So we're going to investigate some things. And she finds out that the mother, Sigourney, withdrew $2 million from this firm. It's called uh, Diathek, or yeah. I really, it's Greek. I used to say Diatheki. Diatheki? Diatheki. That sounds more Greek than how I just said it. So she withdraws it from Diatheki. It's a Greek firm. And they're like, what does she do with this $2 million? Like, we mm-hmm. need to figure it out. And so we have Byrne, who's like all like the computer man. Like, we're trying to figure this out. And so we look up what uh, Diathaki is. And there's really not a lot of information. So right. Catalina decides that she's going to go there physically <laughs> and try to see what's up. I love this scene. She gets there and she's noting right away whenever she's in the lobby that this is not your typical, no. like, just regular office building. Because no. m- most buildings have multiple as exits because mm-hmm. fire hazards this one has one entrance one entrance and, and one exit the elevator has like a key card and so she just <laughs> like okay i know that she's definitely highly secure aware of her surroundings yes she gets called up um 
to this woman comes to get her and like she, she calls her like the rose gold girl because yeah. she's always wearing rose gold like everything yeah. she gets to her office and she's telling her no we can't tell you that it'll take like two weeks and then mm-hmm. Catalina decides to use her powers to <laughs> I love that influence it mm-hmm. and the woman starts telling starts her giving her information almost as soon as she starts getting information someone bursts through the door and was like yeah someone will see you up there. upstairs so we go up there and we meet this man called Benedict Lacey. Oh my God. This guy. He is, a his piece of office work. is crazy. <laughs> he finds, she finds him because of course he doesn't greet her. He's such an asshole. Yeah. He's just waiting. And he's intrigued by her and he shows playback of the video. Oh, and yeah. was like, no, like I, you're lying that she was just like, Willing to give this information because she's a cold-hearted bitch. And yeah. she would never. She would never give and me that information. she f- starts to feel like this conversation is turning very sinister. It's like, y'all, it's Creepster 10,000. He is like, I can't let you go. You intrigue me. He's being very <laughs> creepy. Very creepy. And his magic starts manifesting as like this dark cloud. It's like yeah. very malevolent. Yes. And it's like... It, like there's fangs and like this dark magic cloud it's really crazy like i think i remember snakes or something yes and um all of a sudden this elephant this like jeweled elephant decanter bursts and so there's a sniper so this is so this gives benedict lacy the impression that catalina is not working alone right and that That she's being being guarded so this is how she this is how she gets out right that's the only way she gets out yes and so she's like mm -hmm. sweating bullets because this is like a high intense kind of situation it really is it's it's awesome it is so she gets in her car and she she picked up a tail like there are these like armored vehicles after her following her she's like taking she weighs the pros and cons of going back home and she thinks Mm -hmm. no i'm not going back home because our security is sucks right and i would be putting my family in danger so she decides to lead them to this abandoned mall that she had gone to with her sister Mm -hmm. because they used it for like halloween um halloween fright night stuff and so she goes in there it's such a cool scene it is a really cool scene i mean they're like they have these descriptions of scenes, fight scenes mm-hmm. and scenes like this where yeah. it's like very technical and stuff like that that are so interesting. A lot of times whenever there's more action-y scenes and people can't write it well, I will skim it, but not these because oh, they're no. so fucking interesting. Yeah, like the creepy mannequins. Oh my and God, the, it's yes. It's just so cool. So as C- Catalina prepares for the ambush that's about to happen, right. she discovers this stray dog. I know. In the middle of all this. <laughs> and she she's decides, trying to protect. Yeah, she's protecting him. So she has to kill kill people she does she kills people and then she enthralls people too with her magic right and she gets them to go find the other people who are and kill for her right and then all of a sudden whenever one of the guys who's like in her thrall and it's so weird how they behave in it he was like protecting her and he's like i don't know if i want to leave you to go yeah he was like he's like i i I was i was sad to leave you i don't think i'm gonna do that again like whenever he came back from killing someone else and so they approach like the last bit of guards like they're Mm -hmm. in the food court now and they're like hey pretend like you're our prisoner and we're gonna sneak up on them so they're going and then all of a sudden alessandro comes (laughs) out of fucking nowhere again again and like eliminates eight people in like a snap okay and like he definitely knows that he's doing and he's fussing at catalina (laughs) 
like, <laughs> and then she's I told upset you not I, to get a, I know. A, get involved in this. I told you to drop it. Stop digging into this. You don't want to do this. Just go back. Don't yeah. worry your pretty little head about this. And of oh, course, Alessandro. this like, like, no, yeah. you don't. No, don't tell me. Strong and of course, she's to do. I know. And of course, she's pissed because she's like, dude, you just did it again. I yes. was going to like talk to them and get information. Exactly. <laughs> like they were leads. I needed to know who hired them. Yes. Well, and what he they was do. Like, well, what do you? Who do you think? Yeah. Like, uh, Diatha Key, the one that you just came from. Like, yeah. that's the thanks I get from saving you and shooting that elephant decanter. So it's Alessandro, the one who is the sniper. So he's yeah. obviously, he's either very entwined with this investigation or he's following specifically Catalina yeah. to see what she gets. And he's to. also like furious with her because he's like, you don't even know who Benedict DeLacy is and what yeah. he does to women. It's like yes. kind of creepy. Like very, we yeah. get bad, bad vibes. Yeah. So whenever we go back to the house and Alessandra is like happy because they're like all <laughs> good and fine yeah. dandy now. Um, and I love how the contrast between the heroes for the first three like mad rogan he's this very serious yes, guy super broody alessandro dude. is not no. he's this cheerful he's the charmer I mean, he's, he's a the badass crazy person yeah. but he's also just so fucking charming so the mom mama baylor and mm-hmm. penelope but they always call her mom um realizes that security is got to go yeah. since catalina they've got to fire them they've got to back to their else. home base and of course she's in charge of security because that's one of the things that catalina changed whenever she um, took over as head of house um, right. she decided that she was going to delegate unlike Nevada who felt like she needed she was to trying do everything, to do everything herself, right and like collapsing exactly so they um, they decide that they were going to call Sergeant Hart, who was a member of Rogan's. And yes. we get a little hint that there might be some we romance. Do. And I I'm excited it. for Me it. Too. Okay? And I hope this and continues to play Me out. Too. Because she deserves somebody. She does. She's been a widow for, for a long time. time and oh she my gosh. deserves some good things and some love. It's and been Sergeant hard Hart is just like, when she calls, he is like there. <laughs> he is like immediately there He's for like, her. Penelope, all you got to do is ask. Just all you got to do is ask. Like anything. I'm and just like my feels. I know. I love him so much much he's he's like this super super badass dude who will like do anything for penelope i can't i can't i know so she catalina uh contacts bug (laughs) which bug is another character who's a member of rogan's people he's a swarmer yeah he like has uh add on steroids yeah and he's very computer savvy and he hates alessandro because alessandro can't track him he's always getting destroying his drones He's very graphic in what he decides to call Alessandro. He calls him like dick fucker all the time. Yes, he's, he's like so he's like, he, he got away from me again. He gets yeah. so mad because Alessandro can duck all of his tracking devices. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. So Bug discovers that they like trace Sigourney all over the city to see where she went with a suitcase full of right. two million dollars because yeah. she cashed it out. Diethaki gave her two right. million dollars, right? And they discover that she paid Alessandro with it. And so it's like, what oh my is God. going on? Like, yes. what did what did Sigourney pay Alessandro for? for How are mm-hmm. you, like, what's Involved. going on? Exactly. exactly. So Bug also lets Catalina know that Alessandro has been hiding out on their compound since he's gotten <laughs> to the States because security is that awful. Yeah. He even, like, Stalker. brought them coffee and yes. they thought nothing of it. Like, yes. I'm telling you, it's this so is funny. terrible. I know. Yep. Alessandro confirms that Sigourney was an assassin. Yes. Since for she was, I mean, uh, her her powers were also she could poison people. Right. So she's like the perfect person to go assassinate people. Yeah. And uh, she used to work for Diethaki. And now they'll be going. 
going after Catalina so that Catalina doesn't doesn't blow their cover because this is secret assassin right, firm. Right, I they don't like, want to advertise right. that they're operating in Houston. Exactly. He also divulges his info on Benedict Lacey that he's a mind ripper. Like his that, parents, combined terms. powers turned out a mind ripper. Yeah, they created a monster. Which, literally, yes, like he he has like the psionic um, powers, which mm-hmm. like he can cause fear in people, but Ugh. he also like can has tear mental, into their mental yes. shields. Y'all, like, just the terms mind ripper. So fucking creative. It's, I'm just saying. God. So seriously. they decide to work together since Catalina won't drop it. He's like, well, since you won't, I guess I'll pretend. You. <laughs> he's like he really does want to keep I'll her safe honestly around. yeah alessandra attends the family dinner and that's my showdown yes, scene. Yes, i yes. love it but during the dinner runa gets a call from a financial advisor saying that papers are not in order you have to come and they all know like this is yeah. obviously a trap yes this and is not legit alessandra and catalina decide that they were the ones that right. were gonna go on their way out they're met on the way out of the financial um institution whatever yeah. yeah talking to the finance guy who yeah. spills his guts he was on diathekes payroll right really no further information there it's a dead end so we know it was just a ruse to get mm-hmm. them uh ruin out of the house but it ended up getting them to there yes they're met with a summoner yeah. and a psionic mage and these are like some bad like badass Yo, mages the they're badass and can, they're creepy they're really they're really <laughs> creepy but they're like definitely a force to be reckoned oh, with the yeah. summoner is warped this is something that's definitely important very um, there was a video mm-hmm. of how Sigourney died because right. she left a video message for Runa that they discovered whenever they were going through Sigourney's computers. Yes. And whenever and wh- she died on screen, there was this hand that came this, in, but mm-hmm. this hand, was, hand so was so misshapen. Yes. They were like, what is, what is this? Yes. Yeah, so obviously this is a summoner. This okay. is not the same person. But this is another warped person. And which is this not is, like a common thing. No, and this is the this thing. Is very it's rare. like, okay something's going on Two warped you know mm-hmm. people yeah. like there's something very yes. wrong happening yes. behind the scenes and alessandro keeps summoning weapons this is the thing oh my god he's supposed to be able to nullify <laughs> mental magic but he mm-hmm. has this other ability that they've never heard of that they've never seen him have before right. and he keeps summoning weapons out of they just nowhere out of the, they appear in nowhere. his hand and so like a shovel appears and then like this big fly spotter tennis racket looking thing appears <laughs> and then finally he's like ha because these two flamethrowers appear in his hand because there's like this swarm of you know locusts and bugs yeah, and whatever the summoner calls it's bad, like, these like just scorpion insects. stinging thingies. it just creeps me out yeah and so they're fighting him off jocelyn the psionic taunts Catalina while they're in this like matchup mm-hmm. about being the spare and about how she yes. stepped over Nevada to be head yeah, of house. She stepped over your she's sister. Jealous of the sister who's yes. prettier and who yes. has you know the most powerful guy in her arm and stuff like that. Alessandro and Al- Alessandro calls a switch because they're getting nowhere because yeah. they're each paired up with. And Alessandro the hears this too. Yeah. And they so they switch and Catalina ensnares a summoner with her abilities mm-hmm. and makes him jump from the ledge because yes. she's like, "Do you love me? Jump for me!" <laughs> and awesome. Alessandro negates all of Jocelyn's mental magic, and Catalina uses her own like waning abilities—the right. very last of them—to make her answer her questions. And Jocelyn uh, reveals that uh, Hallie Ederson, who's Runa's sister, is with Magdalene. So we have a name, right? And the person that Sigourney was hired to kill and declined to kill was. 
Linus, Linus Duncan. Duncan. Some, a name that we're familiar with. Yes. Because he helped establish House Baylor. He was yes. up there like... Um, he was, uh, they're like, uh, not mentor, but... Um, no, kind of like a support system. Yeah, I'm trying to say, what's like, a supporter? We're what going to sponsor you. Sponsor. Like a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's a very, very powerful figure One in this most, world. One of the most used to be like the head of their whole yes. like, council that they yes. had. So Jocelyn hid out last minute right before she dies with her powers and psionic mages induce fear. And so she induced fear in Catalina and she like goes right up to the edge and Alessandro's mm-hmm. talking her from the ledge. Whenever she shakes it off, she's about yes, to fall. She and is. Alessandro pulls her back and they like hug and they hold her and <gasps> yes. she's saying how safe she feels with him and how right it feels and how, how it clicks. And he like calls, he her, calls her angel mind. Angel mind. And that was so beautiful. She oh my says God. like he's her access and it's just like a beautiful moment. And it this is. is like the first moment that we see them like really touch. Yeah, this is where he's not like he's he's no longer a charmer. He is like sincere, deep mm-hmm. Alessandro, like yeah. letting some of his feelings out. It's yes. really awesome. So in the car, she thinks to herself that they could never happen. And she says, you know, I'm a siren. My magic would turn him into a lovesick zombie. And yeah. he was an assassin. Like, holy shit. Like, can I yeah. live with him killing people? Because right. it's not her MO. Yeah. Whenever she kills people, she has intense PTSD yeah. after this like she freaks out this is like, like the that. perfect to me for a paranormal romantic conflict it's like the perfect one it, it's I unfloored by how perfect it is it's really <laughs> like the andrews y'all are just ridiculous mm-hmm. because it's we just, bow to you You're honestly geniuses. genius it's genius <laughs> so um uh Catalina feels the need to clear the air and talk about what Jocelyn was saying about her stepping over her sister, Nevada. Like, she's like, I have to tell Alessandro, mm-hmm. you know, this. He's like, um, you know, that's not, he's, she's like, that's not what happened. That's not how I feel or whatever. And he says he knows she hates being head of house. So yeah. he knows she wouldn't have done that for ambition he's very or insightful. whatever. He's like, I yeah. can tell that you don't enjoy this yeah. job. He's I like, never thought that I know. I never would have believed that. And I, but I love that she's like, I can't just like let him think that mm-hmm. of me, you know? No, she loves her family. Yeah. And so they talk about how Nevada was stretching herself too thin to the point where she was like passing out and yes. injuring herself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she went to the hospital at one she point. She did from dehydration and the flu yes. and all and the exhaustion. Yes. And so, because um, she was trying to, you know, handle everything, the attacks on House Rogan and make sure House Baylor was financially stable. Like she was basically taking on everything and not allowing the family mm-hmm. to, you know, take some of the burden. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So Catalina made it sound that Nevada couldn't put any money back into the investigative business. This is how she cut her off. She's like, you know, she's like, you can work, you can, you can work, do all this kind but of stuff. None of it goes to our house. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to keep all that money yes. because she's trying to infuse if she, cash exactly, into the business. Exactly, because she feels like she needs to take care of her family right. financially, which means she never would have stopped. She mm-hmm. would just continue to exhaust and injure herself, right. like to the point and so of like, that's fine, you can work, but we're not taking the money. Right, and that was the defining moment that made Nevada like, okay. I'm out, you know, yeah. because well, I, she, she you know? considered it a vote of no confidence. Like, exactly. I can no longer be head of House Baylor if y'all if are going to freeze allow me, me out like this. Exactly. It, it, it's a little sad, but it's really it the only way that works. because they didn't talk for like three weeks yeah. after that. And yeah. it wasn't a malicious thing. They were doing it for her health, you know, her yeah. mental well-being. Right. But yeah. But Catalina had to basically Catalina had tough head love. Of house. Yeah. And, you know, Alessandro does say it would have happened eventually. You cannot belong to two houses at one time. Exactly. She would have 
needed to go to house and, Rogan. and that's just it nevada she's i mean again we've talked about this over and over again how family centric they are i mean mm-hmm. nevada has done everything for her family for a very from a very young age and so it was hard for her like just to leave them and go with house rogan yeah but she can't, like you said she can't be part of two houses yeah so, so it had to did have to make a hard decision right so after that, they get home and are greeted by Sergeant Teddy, the grizzly bear, I which is hilarious. Him. Like he t- he likes hugs. Yes, and he's a he, he's a pacifist. He he's does not like he, he doesn't, doesn't like violence. Yes, he doesn't but like he's violence. like a legit grizzly bear. Like we're not Yo, like. like genuine grizzly bear, not just so like a big guy who's the like Calvary grizzly bear. Is here, Sergeant Hart is there yes. with all of the trained security eyes. Like yes. they're an army, okay, yes. basically. And yeah, and something went down at the house while they were gone too, but they took care of it like no problem yeah so alejandro has a talk with ragnar that's runa's brother who is feeling guilty about the attack on the baylor turf you know about hurting someone else he's starting to have those feelings and he tells him to train and practice to make sure that the next time someone comes for his family he'll be ready that his sisters will need him yeah and so i just thought that was this is definitely an an important conversation for the very end of the book so yes it is Catalina thinks the speech was harsh, <laughs> but Alessandro says he needs a goal to keep him looking forward or what, you know, already happened would just drive him mad. He's like, you know, you have to think about it. If he just wallows in this grief and guilt, it's only going to spiral him into a bad, bad place. Right. You know, good advice. But whenever he starts it off, he says, trust me. And to me, that yeah. all, that conjures up a feeling that he's experienced this. Yes. And so I'm just like, well, what happened? We do. And we get these little hints all along the way that Alessandro, there's so much mystery he has surrounding him and his family. for assassins. He does yes. not like di- diethiki. At but all. But he seems to be one. So there's a lot of contrary Yeah, it's like what is going on mm-hmm. with him. And, you know, when people, and when his family, the subject of his family comes in, he gets very cold and distant and like gets this look anytime, over his face. You know, Catalina asks him a personal question mm-hmm. about what he does, what's his MO, right. anything, he closes off and changes the subject. So yeah. we're, we don't know very much. You know, yeah. he doesn't give a lot away. Right. So Catalina goes and takes a shower. And when she comes out, Alessandro is laying on her bed, <laughs> which is something he likes to do, <laughs> which freaks her out um and this she, is also where he discovers that he the, the picture. picture of himself with the hearts like, on it what is this <laughs> she's like dying dying inside y'all <laughs> That's great. um but catalina says that linus they talk about linus duncan and that he is a family friend um and they're gonna have to tell him that he's on a hit list tomorrow mm-hmm. like yep. they need to go and visit him yep um when they arrive at linus's house which is also a very interesting interesting dynamic going on here there's some mystery we don't know i'm telling you that has not been revealed yet in this book and we're gonna talk about it so they arrive at linus's house and alessandro notes that he treats catalina as more than a family friend like he gives her a hug and a kiss like i thought you said they're a family family friend and she's like well maybe like a godfather or something like he comes to family dinners yes like Like, this very powerful house all the time yeah like, like we're super friends. <laughs> She's playing their relationship down a lot. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and he's even like very protective and doesn't trust Alessandro. He's very fatherly, you know. So his magic paternal. is to do with like making weapons. Yes, and he has a weapon trained on Alessandro the whole time. He's <laughs> the at the entire house. time for the house, which yes. makes me think he knows 
about Alessandro's he past, does. but we don't. He does yes. because Catalina says, so he knows what you are, but I don't. Like, yeah, but you won't tell me. Hell. Like, yeah, what is it? Immediately, Linus is like, what are you doing with him? Yeah, why are and you so with him? He obviously knows that Alessandro is not this playboy. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And Catalina's like, I just want someone to tell somebody me. Please tell me what's what going on. Is he up to? <laughs> But all the mystery, it just, it's wonderful. Yes. It's threaded so well. So um, Alessandro seems to make a connection between the two. And it, like it, he st- makes a connection where they're standing outside and Linus is not very far away. And Linus gives him a look and yes. is like, like, don't you fucking dare say like, a word. Because he's like, it's something more. It's not There's just something because he feels more. connected because he helped your family become a house. And so he's looking between yes. the two and then he like curses to yes, himself. he curses himself and he, out. he like pretty for- much says like, it's obvious Yes. And Catalina's like, what the fuck what is obvious? What are you talking about? I so don't know. You and I have made predictions. I'm wondering if Linus has some blood relation to her. Which can't be the father because we know who the father is. He yeah. died. And the father was the only connection to the powers between all three children. Right. So it has, he has to father all of them. Right. Grandfather, I did go do some sleuthing. Yeah, because how old is he? We don't quite know. He is in old Victoria enough to Tremaine's be. age, okay. the grandmother's age. So it could be. So in the previous book, whenever Victoria Tremaine's talking about what she did to create her son, which is Catalina's dad, Nevada's dad. Yeah. Um, she talks about how she got a sperm donor. And the sperm donor was a siren. Yes. But this person changed their last name. And but it sounds like it was a weak man. So if Linus is their grandfather, it's Victoria. She can't technically lie to Nevada because Nevada <laughs> would be able to, to fish that out. Yeah. But maybe he has a passive ability as a siren. Uh, but Justin, it doesn't. I don't know. There's so much. You things. need to make a spreadsheet in a tree. Okay, get on your or- organizational skills so yeah, we can see all the relations. Out. I'm just trying to figure Me out. Me too. I don't know. I don't know the connection. Know. But. The but Alessandro figures blood. it out like immediately. Yes. And I just we don't understand don't it though. Know. And that's why I'm like, I love what? reading Alona it, Andrews because gosh, I don't know. We don't know. And I love really feeling don't. like this. It excites me. <laughs> but we want to know. <laughs> no, one thing we do get in this though is Catalina asks Alessandro point blank, are you an assassin? Mm-hmm. And he says, no. Mm-hmm. So that was a great moment. Yeah, and Linus is just staying silent on it. And so it's like, what? I don't know what else he could be. Yes. What could you be? Right. Like, it, oh, I don't know. But everyone seems to know what he is. Right. Like Sigourney knew what he was to contact him to kill her, to kill whoever is going to kill her. Yes. You know? I know. It's insane. I mean, like what? Yeah, what's I don't on? know. What's okay, happening? Anyway. So many talents. What's happening? <laughs> so um, after dinner, they have a discussion, the three of them, and when talking about, you know, their whole reason that they're there about Sigourney and Diathaki. But when they're talking about them, Linus goes seriously cold. And when they mention a warped mage and start to act like the dangerous mage he is instead of doting godfather, like he's, it's like a switch goes off. Yeah. And once he they becomes the like, warped people, he gets very, he's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And he becomes all business, no Extremely. play. Yes. So um, this is a big deal. So Linus is the warden of Texas. This is a new thing. We yeah. No so we didn't know about, about this. Like, it's like a magic thing. <laughs> and he conducts a ceremony that inducts Catalina into the club as deputy warden. Yes. <laughs> and Alessandro is her temporary bodyguard, which is very interesting. Yes. Um, she ends up passing out. and Through the all- process. Because yes. it, like he 
pricks her and like magic flows. There's a lot her. of magic involved. I love whenever it's she really comes cool. to, he's like in this huge exoskeleton suit full of weapons. <laughs> it's actually Linus's creation. He summoned. And he's like <laughs> holding Catalina, pointing all weapons at Linus, like make, protecting her. And Linus is kind of like, how the fuck did you what get is this? Going? this? It's is like 50, this is buried in the ground 50, in a vault. 50 floors down. And he summoned He just summoned thing. it. Yeah. So we do discover that he doesn't just summon weapons out of air that has to be close by and There's stuff. Def- we so never find limits. out how close. Yeah, it we needs don't to be. know. It yes. has to be pretty significant because he will not divulge yeah. how close. Because even it has it's, to be. it happens here because Linus wants to know. He's like, can can you summon something a mile away? He's like, mm-hmm. how close do you need me to be? Like he mm-hmm. never tells him. It's no. so awesome. So the office of the warden protects the Osiris serum. That's Which the is magic the serum, that serum created magic. Right, that created the magical you know part. People. Right. <laughs> Magical people. <laughs> and the vault in which the samples are kept was broken into a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so somebody has taken mm-hmm. some of the magic serum. Yes, and it's like it was locked away because there was so much war going right. on between people. And yeah, so that it was just stolen. not, you don't want that in the wrong hands like it's gotten into. But it's very <laughs> hard to use the serum mm-hmm. and it results in a lot of warped people. So now so, we know. Mm-hmm. So Diathaki seems to have gotten their hands on the sample and has used it to create these warped mages to grow their business, their assassination business. Augustine um, captured footage of a warped mage and sent it to Linus a while back. So yeah, this is so sort of, he's there on the trail. Augustine yes. knew it was going down and did yeah. not take Runa's case. Yes. Because he knew what he was up against, Diathaki yes. and all this kind of shit. And that could very well very well be the reason he was on the hit list you know that he was doing some investigation of his own and whatever who we don't linus? Know for sure. linus oh no that's definitely why he was on the hit list because i don't think it's quite a secret that he's the warden of texas right yeah that's definitely not higher a ups yes so benedict de lacy can't go after augustine because his house is too powerful to take down like you just can't take down house montgomery right and he assumed catalina was working for augustine and that's why he was going after <laughs> Catalina so hard because he didn't want Catalina to bring that information that he was creating warped mages right. to Linus. And right. that's why they hired Sigourney. They tried to hire Sigourney to kill Linus and she refused because yes. she was friendly yes. with him. That's why they killed her to right. cut off the loose end. So Catalina thinks that they kidnapped Hallie Ederson because she specializes in purging toxins from the body and she would up the survival rate of the humans that they're trying to inject right. with the unstable strain of Because that's sort of like a side effect is some of them don't can't even survive yeah, they die. the injections. Mm-hmm. Right. So and they want their super soldiers. Mm-hmm. So they go home and the search is on for Magdalene, the mysterious woman that right. Jocelyn gave us her name that's holding Hallie hostage. And they discover her true identity her true identity is Crystal Ferrer. Mm-hmm. Ferrer. Ferrer? I don't know. <laughs> And she enjoys the opera. And Linus just so happens to have exclusive tickets for the gala that's in three hours. Yeah, that nobody can get tickets for. No. He's like, pick y'all up at seven. I'll send a car. So Catalina gets all dressed up for it. And Alessandra just struck speechless. Yes. And of course, Grandma Frida's like, let me take a picture. Let me take a picture. And they're like, it's not prom. Yeah. (laughs) But but Alessandra's like, I would love to take a picture. Yes. He's so like dashing. He's great. (laughs) So whenever we get there, Crystal is there with the Lacey and a Madero brother, which people recognize them. These are the people that they're all brawn, barely any brains. creatures. Hulk Hulk. creatures, except instead of turning into a green monster, they manifest this armor, like body armor. 
warmer. And they but bulk up. But if you keep them moving, they overheat. Yes. And they're not too... They're, they're not, too, not too smart. No. <laughs> Rogan, like, bested Rogan, them and oh, so did Nevada. so awesome. Yeah. So during the intermission, one of Alessandro's ex-fiancés approaches, fuming that he yeah. is in her presence. <laughs> and she's like, are you with him? Talking to Catalina and yeah. says, you shouldn't be with him. He's a liar. He isn't who he says he is. His family is... <gasps> and and he, Alessandro cuts him off. Cut off. <laughs> Alessandro cuts her off. And I'm like, Ugh. who the fuck is his family? We don't really know a ton. We about his family, that we they're don't. old yes. and they're wealthy. They're an ancient they're family. An ancient house mm-hmm. and they're wealthy. And that's all we know. <gasps> so she and Alessandro follow Crystal out of the room because she like in one of the intermissions, there's like five of them. Right. And Alessandro and Catalina have it out about his secrecy and lying. This mm-hmm. is Juliet's showdown scene. Yes. She says that there's more to the story and that he has to have reasons for being this skilled killer. Like, I don't believe that you do it. Like, not that Yeah, this people, isn't a hobby mm-hmm, Not yours. the guardians who were after me after I left Diathaki. Like, those those people, it wasn't affecting them, like, at all. Right. Like, they, they didn't have morals. But I know you do, like... You, the way yeah. that you behave and doesn't match she, up. Yeah, I love that she knows that about him. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what the world thinks. She knows who he really is. Yes. You know? And so she knows he has compassion and empathy, but she does want to understand, like, what is his purpose? Right. He only answers that you have family obligations. I do, too. So the only clue that we have is it's tied up in some sort of family thing. Right. Whatever he's doing. <laughs> We don't know. Uh, but we don't We don't know the family. No. We don't know nothing. <laughs> so her emotional dam breaks, quote unquote, and she basically admits yes. her feelings for him. So this yes. is what she tells this him. This is awesome. She says, you walked into my life and screwed it all up. I've wanted you for so long and now you show up and you flirt with me and you hold me to protect me and all the while I have to check myself so I don't turn you into a lovesick zombie. I know you're trapped somehow and I, all I want to do is for you to be happy. Tell me what's going on and I swear I'll do it, everything I can to help you. It's driving me insane. And he kisses and her. And he kisses her. And he's just like so overwhelmed <gasps> with this because I think that he's 100% in love with her. Oh yeah, I do too. I know that some people can be immune to Catalina, like her doctor and they really didn't give a reason why her doctor's immune to her, but her family's immune to Catalina's yes, they are. because they already love yes, her they enough. Are, exactly. In that. So I'm just exactly. like, Alessandra's immune because because he already He's loves already her. in love with you. Duh. <laughs> anyway, so um, Kathleen is thinking to herself, and this is where we get, like, this is yes. how she ends up by convincing herself that it wasn't real, because right. she's thinking to herself in the moment, it's so passionate that he should never have kissed me. He was mine now, and I wanted oh. him. So passion's running high. He props her up on the sink and pulls down the straps of her dress. Yes. And she is thinking, I wanted to make love to him and I wanted it to be amazing so he would stay with me forever. Oh. I opened my eyes and saw the edges of my feathers glowing as his magic roiled around us. My wings were out. So yes. she's freaking it's out like now. Danger. Danger. She snapped out of it. Yeah. And she pushes them away and she's like, I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry. We'll fix this. We'll go home. Yeah. We'll she's you like, in the circle. Yeah. We'll drain yes. you. Yes. Like, it'll be okay. And he's like, he tells her, he goes, your witchery doesn't work on me. I'm already obsessed with you. Oh, and um, she's no, thinking, oh, no, favorite. he's too far gone. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's saying too far nonsense. Gone? This, is my fa- this is the part I didn't mention, though, in the showdown. Yes. It's how he's like, oh, I'm upset. Oh, oh, you're, you're, it's all your magic. He's like, yeah. Okay. And he walks out. He walks out. And <laughs> she says, it's like, what? no person that's truly under her spell. Yes. They want to be close to her. They We've can't. seen this time and time again. Right. And they wouldn't walk away. They would never walk so away. So she's, she sees this, but she doesn't want to process yeah, it. Yeah. She's kind of like, wait, 
what? She doesn't want to believe it. She's been burned so many times. Yeah. Alessandro mentions that she has no friends. Mm -hmm. That the reason why she's so gone. That was a really, really sad surprise to her past. Mm -hmm. And the reason why she's so gung ho for this case is because Runa is like her only her only friend, friend. right? And um, she hasn't really dated. And she previously she had told him about this guy that she liked whenever she was fifteen. They went on a date, and she must have slipped up because whenever she tried to get out the car to go back home, yeah, he like yanked her by the hair to bring her back and she ran away and nevada had to go find her yeah and so she's definitely she's very boxed up Mm -hmm. she will she's so afraid to get close to anybody for fear that it's not real and that she's influencing them right so i 100 percent understand why it's very hard for her to accept to believe that it. Alessandro uh, exactly. I do too. is not under her influence, right. you know? Right. And so <laughs> but I I'm, loved how you Pruse is like, oh, mm-hmm. it's all your influence? That's what this is? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Walks out. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. It's so awesome. I love Alessandro. So, so they danced the next intermission, and she asked if he was always immune to her powers, you know, like way back when. And he says the first time that it threw him for a loop. But he recovered. That was during the challenge. Mm-hmm. But after he just wanted to get to know the girl who had the opposite reaction that every other girl had around him. Yeah, like she was freaking out. Like, get away from me, crazy. Yeah, like, go away. <laughs> like, most girls are, like, you know, <laughs> crazy about, around him. Yeah. But he says he truly is besotted with her now. He's, he's like, like, kissing he's like, her hand. Yes, he's, he's just. He's so romantic and swoony right yes, now. Yes, he's swoony and smitten. He's super smitten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, then, of course, we have a scene with Frank Madero, Jughead, um, hears that a bailer is there and goes all Terminator's like, I'm going to kill her. You know, it's all like All super, hell like, fucking breaks loose after this. It's, it's like a free for all. We're at a fucking opera, opera. people. Calm yes, down. Yes. <laughs> but no, seriously, they so, start attacking. Yes. And so now there's like this huge fight amongst all these magic wielding people. And Catalina follows Crystal out. That's Magdalene. Um, who escapes from the main room. She uses her magic on her, but right when she asks her where her personal lab is, guess who shows up? Benedict. Benedict. Fucking DeLacy. Which he, is such a good villain name. Benedict yes, DeLacy. Benedict DeLacy. And he, of course, rips into Crystal's mind. Not yeah, good. she's just like on the floor screaming. Yeah, just no, like... No just, use to Catalina anymore. Exactly. And he even like fusses at Catalina. He's like, man, that's going to take me a lot, a lot to undo yeah. the damage I just did. I'm Thanks like, a Jesus. lot. It's your fault. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> Benedict is insane, He is y'all. insane. He's a great villain. So Alessandro, of course, jumps in there. He intervenes. And um, Linus makes Catalina leave the fight since she recorded Crystal's confession. Um, and that's what's important. Like, yeah. they need that. Like, you we know? needed to bring evidence. Alessandro... Right. Can handle himself. Right. So get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, she needs to get to a safe place. Benedict sends the assassin that killed Sigourney after Catalina and he arrives in her room mm-hmm. back home. Yeah. There's um, a big fight. It's yeah. There's a dramatic. big fight. It's a very, it's magic. It's like mm-hmm. all that, y'all, it's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> but I, and it's like, I don't want to go into half detail the house, because they're so good at describing these yeah. scenes. There's no way we can do them justice. Yeah. It, but Just, it's, the shit goes down. <laughs> yes. Magically. It's an, it's fantastic. Runa ends up finishing him off, but I the like en- that she gets like her vengeance. She does. You know? I do too. You know, I'm all about that. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love a little I know violence. You are crazy. A little violent revenge. It was good. With the to the bad guys, y'all. Only the bad guys. <laughs> So, but um, there's damage to the entire warehouse, y'all. It's basically been destroyed. It's like listing to one side. Half of it's caved in. And, and this is really devastating to Catalina yes. because from the beginning of this book, they've been talking about the financial 
not problems, but just like they just hired Rogan's army because they're not going to take free handouts. Right. That's expensive. They just lost their insurance because now that they're out of the grace period, nobody wants to give them insurance because they'll probably die soon. Yes. And so she's just like, I don't, and and like, and now their house is destroyed. Arabella and Leon had gone on a mission and they got like sued for $20,000. And so Catalina is just like looking at her warehouse and just like, how are we going to yes. rebuild? She is in absolute meltdown mode. So Catalina has, she kind of breaks down here, you know. And it's, it doesn't it's, help that she gets a call. No. Right and around. then she gets a call from very perky, happy Nevada to announce that she's pregnant. I'm so excited. Yay. I am too. I hope a that little they're baby back in Rogan. town. I hope that they're back. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a time jump with the next one. Okay. I'm getting too know. far ahead yeah. of myself. But anyway. But that would be good for the third book though too. Yeah. Yeah. In but she's only 21. I feel like we can do some time jump to make uh, yeah. Catalina a little bit older and wiser and more settled in her role. Yeah. Well, Alessandro's running. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, then they found out that Ragnar left and walked straight into Diathiki because he feels responsible. He's like, I'm going there. He's taking you know? Alessandro's advice to heart. Yes. That he needs to protect his he sisters. He needs to protect his sisters. So he's going he to, to confront the them. One. Yes. So he's going to go to the oh my assassin gosh. company. To Benedict Delacy's <laughs> place of business and confront them. Poor Ragnar. Them. I mean, his, heart, his heart's in the right place. He poor, poor sweet child. I know, baby. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so Alessandro, though he feel he's like, oh my god, you know. This I is, love how he calls. He feels like it's my fault, and she and she's like, oh, you're okay. But then, like, oh my god, I just love how she hasn't heard from him. She wants to see him. Yeah, and whenever he hears about Ragnar, he's like. I'm close to die. I think I'm going to go straight go. there. Like I'm right. going to handle it. Like yes. he just fought off Benedict de Lacy and he's yes. going to jump right back into the fray. Yes. Catalina and her family rushed to die at the key. Of course, Alessandro saved Ragnar, but right after he saved him, they were teleported him out. Yeah, and Alessandro is Alessandro out. Oh my God. That was devastating. Devastating. So he is gone and they don't know where. Yeah. Catalina is like freaking out Mm -hmm. freaking out so catalina tells arabella to drive her to her grandmother's spa prison yeah it's like prison (laughs) prison quote unquote victoria tremaine will not be put in a normal are you kidding me i love victoria tremaine i love her character so 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 much in the first three hidden legacies really the first two we only really meet her in the third one yeah she is a very selfish character in this one I'm excited because she gets a little bit more fleshed out Mm -hmm. and I cannot wait to see her in the next one. Oh, yeah. So whenever we get there and we see Grandma Tremaine, she would probably (laughs) hate being called that. She tells, um, Catalina tells her that she needs to get Hallie and Alessandro, who she's in love with. She tells her, she's like, I'm in love with him. Yes. And she needs to get to them and that Augustine has been surveilling Diathaki and probably knows where the secret lab is, where Magdalene's secret lab is. And she needs that information. She needs information of greater value to bargain with Augustine to give up that location. Victoria agrees because Catalina is like her. And at first I was like, what do you mean? But then she's like comparing how Nevada would never, like she's very not rash, but she has these moral standards Mm -hmm. that cannot, the line cannot be crossed no matter what, even if it's for the good of others. And Arabella just wants to please everybody and she's the one that's just like gung-ho, go for it, whatever. And so Victoria says that she has a few conditions. 
She says that Catalina has to dedicate herself to House Baylor, that she has to make it the best it could be, and that she must marry a prime that will renounce his ties to his own family. Whoa. Victoria says Alessandro's house would never let him go. And so Catalina has to give oh, him up. Oh, God. And she's like, so look, Victoria don't say Tremaine. yes right away. She's yeah. like, think about it. And so Catalina's yeah. going through it, and she's like pretty much in mourning at this point. Because she realizes she she's has to like, let. She'll never, she'll never be able to be with him. Not and, be with him, not marry him. Yeah. And so Catalina does agree. And Victoria gives Catalina the name of the man who murdered Augustine's father and younger oh, sister yeah. 10 years ago. This is like completely new information. We didn't even know he had a family. Yes. And Augustine, she goes there, Gives him uh, the information. Augustine gives her the address to the secret lab. The whole cavalry arrives at this lab. And, like, Linus, everybody, Grandma Frida with her tanks, like, it's, like, going down. <laughs> Y'all, it's a hot mess. It is it ginormous. Is a hot mess. It's amazing. So they run in to Benedict or Lacey, who has... Um, who has Alessandro, Alessandro completely mm-hmm. naked in like this like arcane circle, circle yes. that you know contains his powers, right? And it prevents uh, Alessandro from stripping the powers from Delacy because that's mm-hmm. what Alessandro's magic is. And Catalina gets too close to him and gets affected by Benedict's powers, and she's basically kind of dying in front of yes. Alessandro, but she needs to kind of mess up the circle, and she ends yes. up by doing that, and then she tells Alessandro, like, do it now, and Alessandro kills Benedict de Lacy, and then they, like, this call to the each other. This is the most amazing, amazing it's scene. It's so beautiful. It's so good. Like, the things you do to sacrifice I know. Love. And then I, I love know. how at the end, Arabella, she's, like, in her uh, Beast of Cologne uh <laughs> form and she yes, like she rips like, the roof off and then like, like a she monster sees them and she like laughs and then she laughs <laughs> she's like a giant monster oh my god so three days later they've officially taken back one of the four samples of the Os- osiris sample that uh right. was stolen so linus leaves her a message saying one down four to go so we know that this is yes. not the end of it right. there's still three other so this is going to be the ongoing that- plot line mm-hmm. that's going to carry us definitely through at least the next book maybe i don't know i mean i don't know I'm, i've learned to never predict what they're I know. doing honestly we just want answers yes <laughs> So Catalina goes to find Alessandro to find that he's already <sighs> packing his yes, bags. He's and like, like already she's ready to leave. In her uh, mind, she's like, I know I said I was going to give him up. I I come to terms with I'm never going to marry him. But she's like, I still thought that there was something. Yeah, could that be I, we could still us. be together even we, if we can't marry. You, you know? know, like she would take anything. She's like, I would be his lover. Alessandro. You know, she was like, I was, I would accept anything. But now she feels embarrassed because she's thinking to herself, you know, I he loved him mm-hmm. and I thought that he loved me and he never even considered it because the job was over and now he's leaving. Yeah, he was like, already packed and ready to go. Like he wasn't yeah. even considering so staying she, with her. It's like I was reading way too much into this situation Ugh. and he does not feel the same way. And she is devastated. She it is asked devastating. him if he's coming back and his only response is, I won't lie to you. Y'all. My heart was broken. I was crying. Like, it was so bad. Then we get an epilogue, which I was not expecting. It is an Alessandro's POV. Yes. And he's actually watching Catalina, like, dig up the pots and pans from, like, the wreckage. And yeah. instead of, he's like, I admire that so much about her. Instead of going buy something new, he goes, she She's finds still the trying old to thing to salvage that. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, thinking nothing but amazing thoughts for this woman. <laughs> and he, 
thinks about how devastating it was for Catalina, Mm -hmm. like to hear him say that. But he also said like, if I kissed her, if I held her, I knew I would never leave. And he says he's dedicated too much of his life to this quote, hunt to abandon it now. So it's like, what are you hunting? He gets this call from a woman and they're (laughs) talking about stuff. And she says that the files that he recovered from Diathaki were reviewed and he, yes. quote, was last seen in Montreal. Who is the Who's he? Who's he? And this is his sister, which I had no idea that he had a sister. Not mm-hmm. really. They didn't talk about his family much, right. as we've said. And she and he, obviously they him. care about each other. They do. Yes. Like, because I was thinking his family was cold and didn't care, yeah. but at least this At least sister the sister does. is with him. So his sister begs him to walk away from this because mm-hmm. she has nightmares of him dying. Oh. And Alessandro says that he will after he kills him. Oh my like, gosh. Who's him? It what did he do? His brother or his father? Yeah. I don't know. It could be anybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally oh. done speculating because they will amaze me and they'll, they'll make me look like a dumbass. Whatever. <laughs> well, I'm speculating. <laughs> It has to be a blood. You can only hate a blood relative that much. You never know. Augustine hates the killer of his father and sister. This is true. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I guess I just kept getting these thoughts that there's some animosity toward his family, except for this sister. I just feel like like there's something. It's definitely a family thing. But, but it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, his his he he has to have this title. Yeah, and it has to mean something. In the world of magic, because Linus knows what he is, and mm-hmm. so did Sigourney. And so I'm just like, there's so much to unpack. And I just can't even begin to try yeah. to Honestly, puzzle this together. Let me just tell you, y'all, um, basically, we don't know shit. <laughs> we know nothing. Y'all are along for the ride with this. <laughs> and, you know, next year we'll be back with the, with the fifth Definitely. one. And oh we'll be gosh. like, we were so wrong. We were wrong about everything, except that <laughs> Alessandro loves Catalina and Catalina loves Alessandro. Yeah. That's all we know. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's all we know. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to the next one where we'll be discussing Third Grave Dead Ahead by Dorinda Jones. Woohoo! Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A. 